everybody, and welcome back to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. This is a very special Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Uh, all right, so uh, to get started off, uh, I'm going to introduce everybody here and, uh, today. We've got my dad bringing the message, Gary Moore. How you doing, sir? Fantastic. To my left, we've got Alan McFarlane returning, fellow laughing libertarian. How you doing, yes, sir? sir. Oh, fantastic. Merry Christmas, everybody. And uh, in fourth chair today, we've got a guy who missed last week, but he's here this week. He's doing doing good. Donald Mater, how you know? Hey, guys. How's it going? Merry Christmas. I guess that just proves that we don't film these back-to-back. That is a fact. <laughs> That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, just, I didn't, I didn't, yeah, he, I didn't was, know. he was Tom Brady in you, I think, I yeah, a little bit there. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> what, what's happening? <laughs> all right, so to kick things off, we're, uh, uh, well, we're, we're going to have uh, um, a really big show today. Uh, where, where's Louie at? Here? We're going to have a really big show today. All right, so um, we're going to kick things off with prayer uh, over the message. Dad, you want to lead us? Blessed Heavenly Father, we give you praise, glory, and honor for, for our salvation, Lord. We thank you for this time that we can get together with this podcast, Lord. Let us just have a good time, and those that will be watching, just receive a blessing from it also. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. 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 All right, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 2. I mean, if we're going to do a show on Christmas stories and Christmas movies, we might as well go to the first one that started it off. So the one that kicked the field goal from the 100-yard line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Luke chapter 2. I think he's big-timing our top five right now. I Hey, listen. <laughs> none of them get a billing without the man himself. The Christmas story. <laughs> the Christmas story. I like it. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all of the world should be taxed. And this taxing was made first in Syria, uh, when Serenius was governor of Syria and went to be and all went to be taxed every one into his own city and Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary his espoused wife being great with child now I just want to state, they received two messengers to give them the call to say, hey, listen, you're going to have to show up here. This is what's going to take place. So you're going to have something that is super special and God-ordained. So when, when everyone else is going on about how special their stuff is, just remember there was only one Christ, only one Messiah, and he was born in a manger, and we're getting ready to get into that here. Did I hear great with child? Because I'm barely okay with child. <laughs> she was great with child. I she mean, was super happy. She I, was she was happy. My kid's awesome, but I don't. I think I'm only okay with child. <laughs> no. Well, I want you to picture this. You've you have you have been gifted the the ability as a woman. You well, not for you, but for Mary. I, I'm sorry. Well, you in, in modern be, society, we, yeah, can we identify. Were, I we thought were, we were, we were beyond this. I thought right. I was, <laughs> we were talking about secrets, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we, we we'll, we'll get to the secrets soon enough. But no, there there was something to be said about this and to be said about what. So Mary, she is at that point um, in this term of great. She is at the ninth month, at the ninth hour you know 
Swollen feet, swollen everything. Ready yeah. to go. Yeah. It's, it's game time. It's, it's game time. Well, and it even, well, uh, never mind. She's about never mind. To... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you keep going. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're cutting you off a little bit too much. Yeah. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. I'll tell you what, now that's just a humbling experience knowing that the if that inn owner come to realize just who he kicked out of the inn and said, well, we've got a stable back over here. You can, you can hang out with the critters and you'll be fine. That's... I don't know, but um, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And lo, an angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. Now I just want to make this known. It said King David. What did he start life out as? Does anyone know? A shepherd boy. A shepherd boy. So it just seemed fitting to bring that right back to full circle that the first ones that we get to say is the the job of the lowliest lowliest stage of of any, you know, you had your iron workers, you had your stone workers, you had your craftsmen, but a shepherd shepherd was bottom level. The only thing that gave them um a leg up was the simple fact that the the Oh, that is Journey, and she is exactly. not happy. Uh, this thank, is the thank Lord's you for the message. commentary. Was, this is the Lord's <laughs> message now. That was good. That was so Get good. thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> Get thee behind. At but least she's relaxed this week. I've, they, you know, that's been rough. Um, from, the, from the priests, they would receive um, the uh, holy cloths. And that's what they would, the firstborn lambs would be wrapped up into these cloths. And that would allow them to then be received to show their purification, to make sure that there wasn't any blemishes. So um, so the firstborn male get wrapped up, and the priests would get to see that. And uh, so... Well, let's continue on. So, so those swaddling clothes that would have more than likely been what they would have used. It would have been, um, you know, some uh, they would have used for the for the lambs purification cloths, and it could have been that there could have been some there in in with them. Um, I can't say yes. I can't say no. But there was something definitely specific about that. They could have ripped their own uh, garments to make those swaddling clothes. We we don't know, but. Uh, but for the shepherds, that was the blessing that they would receive from the priests um, for the lambs. Okay. Uh, He's searching. He's searching. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said one to another, 
let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they made haste. And when they had seen the child, they had left at that point and then went and started publishing it amongst the townspeople that were awake. Anyone that was awake, they was letting them know. Any public houses, they would have went in and would have said something. So it was noised abroad. So when we're talking about Christmas stories, Christmas movies, well, let's just, we gotta, gotta had to start with the beginning of all the movies. So we can have a debate over what's the top five but, but that one's untouchable. That one's untouchable. <laughs> so you have your top five, and then there's the elite. So with that said, <laughs> the elite, the elite. Um, what we have there is just the simplest incoming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the one that would save his people. So oftentimes we get this season mixed up, misconstrued, twisted, um, you got kids that are more interested in, I got to have the latest and greatest Xbox, the latest and greatest PlayStation. If there's a new Nintendo item out there, that's what they got to have. No. The King of Kings came in a manger. He didn't have a bunch of flashy stuff. He came simple. And we got to get back to that because we can already see we've got a nation that just uh, divided amongst ourselves. We're getting some hallelujah from... Uh, Journey from, from Journey there now. <laughs> so uh, she she sees the errors of her ways and has now started rejoicing in the Lord's birth. And uh, But the thing is, even even with this being said, so oftentimes you've got, and movies have even reference to the fact that, um, you know, some people still have him still in the manger. He is, he grew up, lived a sinless life. Ricky Bobby, little baby Jesus, <laughs> little baby Jesus. No, he grew up and and did things that that shook a world completely, and he is yet to complete the the shaking that he's going to to put forth. So, I mean, to me, if you're going to talk the greatest story as far as Christmas goes. You got to go to the one that's uh, going to be celebrating another birthday. Happy birthday, Jesus. Yeah, yes. Certainly. What I got from that was, uh, Josh, Don, I know we planned on, but we can't give Gary our Christmas lists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, I, <laughs> I, have a, I have a story about that later. Okay, I, I have a story about that later. To say the least, um, one of the, for me, when... Uh, Looking at this, and Josh can attest. Now, I, I, granted, I'm kind of jumping ahead slightly, but it's it's going to come full circle. For a parent, a lot of times, especially for me, I would be content because, first off, sidebar note, I knew how much the boys were going were going to spend on me in relationship to what I would be spending on them. So, with that stated, I would be perfectly content if I had a white Christmas. Then I knew. Life's good because there's nothing like getting up on a Christmas morning and there's snow on the ground, which which identifies one of the scenes that's in one of the greatest Christmas movies out there. Uh-oh. And we'll get to that soon enough. <laughs> let's, let's not I'll, lead with that. So, so. He's, he's cramming the, the family, the faith, 
yeah, and the politics all in this, yeah. this little segment here. Yeah. So, hey, when you look at this story and the rest of the story, um, when you've seen the nativity scene, you've seen the three wise men. Those men came from basically Asia, the Asia area, traveling. So, I mean, word of what Christ coming was going to be, they came to see. And they ran into Herod, and Herod's like, well, I'd like to worship, you know, go and worship him also. They knew that he was an evil king, so they knew what was going to take place. So um, the Lord actually had talked to him when he did, when they did get to him. And it was actually, I want to say, he they did not get there at his birth. It was sometime later. Speculation is like two years. There, like a two-year time span between yes. when they would have traveled and when they would have actually arrived. Like, he, I think speculation also points that by that time they would have been living back in Nazareth, where their where they actually yes their home yes. was. And, and the, the awesome Bethlehem. thing was is that the star still stayed yep. right above, so um, the light of God never left him, um, despite what so many people kind of kind of view it. That light, that star was there. The Lord wasn't going to let the world uh, mistake. And the great thing is, is though the sins of the world may may be where they're at, but there's still a Savior that came, and He came of the humblest um, at, in the humblest of senses. You know, all the other religions they've they've got their opinion, they've got their view on how. Um, ever uh, eternity is going to look so i i i have my view my view has been battled for thousands of years and it's still here the others can change they can reword it they can say man wrote it but they've battled to dispute it and unfortunately the undefeated champion of the world is the king of kings <laughs> The Lord of Lords. Every knee shall bow every time every, you fast. Yeah. Yes. If there's a thing like uh, if you if, if you ever been to a casino, you know if you're gonna if you're gonna gamble, you're gonna gamble on the safest bet, right? Like you're gonna. I mean, not to say that gambling is good, but you know, uh, yeah, yeah. If there's a heaven, let's say let's be, let's say that you know for argument's sake, if there's a heaven, uh, then I want to take the uh, route to get to heaven and and uh, roll the dice on that and by faith and, and say yes, definitely, I'm gonna take that. Bet I'm not gonna go. Oh no, I'm just gonna refuse this, even though it's not gonna cost me anything. Just my, you know, just be humility. You know, well, be, be, see, that's you know. that's part of the problem. So many, so oftentimes, you got people out there. It's like it's too easy. It's like, yeah, the whole notion is, as Jesus said, that you know, a child can understand it. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that you can take away from Willy Wonka. Is that simplicity? He said, "I can't trust an adult to do my company the way I want it done. They'll want to do it their way, and that's why he was looking for a child, someone with that innocence that would see the see the um, simplicity, the not only the simplicity but the um the whimsicalness of it." And they could see eye to eye with the Oompa Loompas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, well, that's a plus. Well, I don't know. I think Charlie was kind of getting. He was a little. He was a little, little, little bit taller. Little so, taller. So, but nonetheless, that that simpleness that is there, 
And you can't go well, wrong with and it. I, and I definitely don't want to get to the pearly gates and they'd be like, you get nothing! <laughs> right. Well played. Well played, guys. That's it. You drank That's fizzy it. lifting drinks <laughs> and dirtied the ceiling, so you get nothing. That's right. You know, I'm still stuck on this that he was two years old. I'm sorry. I don't mean to, like, take us back five minutes. But I was thinking, like, imagine the pressure on Mary, right? These three wise men show up and he, she's like, Oh crap! I gotta swaddle a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> They'll never give the gifts if they don't see a swaddle Jesus. Go get the big blanket. Go, Go get, get the big get blanket. Grab him! Grab him! Well, hey. the good thing is, is they came giving a truth to them that allowed them to get on to Egypt. Uh, the Messiah didn't necessarily want to go that way, but Herod's so. In that case, they went from swaddling clothes to grabbing everything they could throw in the bag and, and moving on. Moving on. Yeah. For the next week. Yeah. For the next week till after Christmas, I'm going to be using the term holy streaking Jesus. Holy <laughs> streaking Jesus. Yeah, little two year old Jesus just <laughs> doing his thing. Well, we yeah. know what every two year old is like. He's not getting yeah. swaddled. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. They didn't have diapers well, to take I mean, on. No. That's it. He didn't have the huggies. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to think about that for a minute. You've got. Uh, God's incarnated, incarnated in flesh, and then he's got siblings. It's like, why can't you be more like Jesus? <laughs> yeah. no poor, poor James, yeah. yeah. Poor, poor James, poor Jude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, it's to say the least, you're just kind of left going, man, how, how could you compete with Christ? And, of course, his brothers uh, at a, on a couple occasions, you know, kind of it's like, I think a little bit kind of disputed in anything that uh, they did believe. Um, they kind of wanted to argue to a point on that. But in the end, the story is simple. Christ came for those to make men free. And at this point in time, in this time, we need to find that peace, that solitude, absolutely, that, that compassion, that Christ had and came and showed us. And right now we're living in a day that that's just not the case. Um, we, we just can't manage to get along. Can I, can I add to the story? Uh, not, only, only as needed, but go ahead. No, I'm not going to go too far. He's, but, covered, okay. he's covered right. the next 28 years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. What I think is obviously what I think is so incredible about the, you know the birth of Christ and 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 what that brought in. You know you have the celebration of the shepherds um, who were going out and they're and they're worshiping in the streets and they're calling out to people around them about how Emmanuel is born, the Messiah has been brought to us. But one of my favorite stories is right after that in Luke when it talks about Simeon, yeah. because to an extent. Jesus was Simeon's first Christmas gift just eight days later. Yeah. Because Mary and Joseph took him to the temple so that he could uh, go through... Uh, his circumcision, circumcision and his, his name day. Yes. And and I just pulled it up because I wanted to read. And, and I, the only reason I, I ask is because exactly what you just said, I feel like Simeon says exactly those things. And it's just incredible that out of... So out of... Luke 2, starting in verse 29, it says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you have now, or you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. And I just think that that's such a cool reflection of not just 
what Simeon saw, but who Christ was. Exactly. And and what was actually being brought to the world through the womb of Mary yes. in the conception of the Holy Spirit. Like that just that breakdown and how Simeon says it, I feel like is such a great thing to focus on when we are relating who Jesus actually is in the celebration of what Christmas actually is exactly. and what it's about. And that's, and that's the, re- I, I just, I felt like that was such a good point to just extend exactly what you were just saying. Absolutely. All right. <clears throat> Let the, I think we can move right into the uh, family portion at this point. Yeah. Um, Sterling says go. Yeah. Do let's it. do it. Um, so I, I will, I'll kick, kick the family portion off because I, I want to tell a story I'm talking about brothers. Um, this so happens that you know. Just be uh, careful about how you handle that. Yeah, so it, it's it's nothing uh, incriminating. Paraphrase um, <laughs> that in case he ever watch. He's probably never going to watch anyway. But uh, <laughs> um, if he does happen to, it's nothing incriminating. So I, uh, one of my favorite um, years at Christmas was uh, we we prepared for Santa. Um, I remember we were preparing for Santa, but we wanted to make sure that none of the evil elves, for some reason, the evil elves could come and take our, our, our uh, Christmas from us. So we set up, we had these army men, we had this big platform and we put, we, we set up army men the way that our uncle showed us. Our, our uncle Jim uh, actually showed us that uh, you want to get your full parameter set up. So we had our entire parameter army men all the way around. We threw in some firefighters and some policemen to fill in the gaps. Just in but, case. Yeah. You, you need all the first responders, right? Yeah. Um, too bad we didn't have any nurses, so we'd have some real heroes out there. But um, <laughs> but anyhow, uh, yeah, we had the, the full parameter. We had everything set up so that none of the evil elves could take our Christmas. And I remember we um, there was a blanket to separate, because we didn't have a door on our room. Imagine growing up without that, kids. Um, and uh, I didn't have a door on mine either, yeah, so, so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> and But there was a blanket to divide uh, our, our room from the living room so that, you know, when Santa came in to deliver gifts... We didn't see him. We didn't try to disturb him. He could just come in and do his thing and go. So, of course, I'm awake, and uh, my brother is fast asleep, and I could see that Santa was bringing uh, gifts in uh, through through a hole in the blanket. And um, so I was like, hey, that's that's pretty cool uh, to see. And and, and I, I didn't divulge any of this information, but I just, I just remember like, okay, don't go tell my brother, don't ruin Christmas for him. Uh, so, yeah, so most of that night I just kind of watched as things passed by and, <laughs> and just had a good time. And that one was, that's that's the year Josh's heart was shattered into a million pieces. Oh, actually, no, it came, came much much earlier than that. <laughs> okay. um, so, yeah, so I tell that story to tell this story. Because when I was six and my brother was two, um, I had already seen Santa bringing in gifts at this point. I think I think Gary's and, just Santa at this point. I, I think he I, is. I think, yeah. I think Santa he Claus is. is in the room, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, <laughs> absolutely. And so we have some things to talk about. <laughs> some, <laughs> during during that that even that uh, that evening, things were divulged to me uh, about Santa uh, that I, if there's children watching, I don't want to ruin things. So uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, Easter Bunny, all of them were involved in, in this, uh, everything in one night. So uh, <laughs> to, to not ruin it for any children out there, uh, 
I didn't. I didn't. Uh, it's all the Tooth Fairy's fault. It's yeah. So fine. I, yeah. I just, yeah. All the Tooth Fairy's fault. I just grew up. That's the Molinator. Yeah. That I wanted is to the make Molinator. I wanted to make Christmas special for my younger brother. Right. And I, and if he ever gets to watch this, I wanted him. I wanted him to know how special Christmas was. So I I never ruined things for him. I never took yeah. things away from him. And uh, yeah. So that although my heart was broke that night on, on uh, information that I, I found out, you know, deep state type of thing. <laughs> we know who's running the factory guys. Uh, who's running the factory. I learned about the evil elves. That's and so <laughs> I, at least you never heard about Krampus at that yeah, point. No Good Krampus. Um, no, I didn't have to go pick a switch or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, certainly uh, heart was broke that night, but um, that, that from that, uh, year forward, I, I was I was on a mission to make Christmas special for my younger brother, and so that's why Christmas uh, tends to mean uh, beyond the story means so much to me because I, I got the chance to to do that for him. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, what about you, Dad? What's a good Christmas story that you got for us that you almost spoiled last session here? <laughs> oh, almost spoiled. Wow, man. Goodness, let's mm. see here. Tell us about the factory. Spoiler Sing alert. The factory. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. Do you really not well, give dental <laughs> and pay them in candy canes? Hey, there was the one guy that wanted to be a dentist. That's right. That's we right. had a great dental plan, especially once the dentist cleared his educational requirements. <laughs> so, and uh, but the vast majority of the claymation uh, elves uh, did not have to worry a great deal about uh, the dental because you know with clay teeth it just well, didn't go anywhere. I was going to say it was actually really. Beneficial that you had them in the North Pole because if you'd have gotten near the equator, yes. those little claymation elves, <laughs> yes. they'd melt they away. Dumped you to death. No, no. Uh, for us, um, me, just any Christmas that we got up that we had snow, those just rocked. And uh, I guess there's been I'm trying to think now. Was there any definitive for? I mean, for you growing up as a as a kid yourself? I mean. Beyond that, or no, it was, it was more special when you got older to, to, to watch us, me and James, or? Ah, I'll tell you what, I just, I just enjoyed it. I never, there's, there are memories, but to pull, pull one out, you know, that's that uh, pre-Alzheimer's scenario that takes place as you reach a certain age. So and what, at what year did the wrapping paper get colors? What year did <laughs> Well, technically, when did they start printing a newspaper? Because uh, that was probably some of the first wrapping well, paper. Technicolor. <laughs> got it. 1930s. Got it. <laughs> Sorry, Gary. So, no, no. Heck, listen, if you got anything, you felt blessed. Uh, we got uh, bicycles one year and was putting those together. That's a kick in the teeth. Three feet of snow outside. You're like, yes, I got a bicycle. Actually, we were always able. We uh, they took pretty good, decent care of our streets. You were um, there in Kokomo, up in Kokomo. So there was always. Um, but for us, it, it, it really sucked. We got me and my brother got um, BMX bikes, identical ones. That way, it was simple. And uh, we're putting them together, and both boxes were missing parts. So, <laughs> so we got one bike. So we were able to get one bike, box, boxed everything up into the one box, went oh, back man. went back to the glorious store for Christmas service merchandise. Oh, yes, <laughs> service merchandise. And, uh, 
and had great jewelry. I had uh, purchased my wedding bands, uh, wedding band for Kim at uh, Service Merchandise. My Nintendo came from Service Merchandise. That's you, my yeah. gosh. You see, kids, Service Merchandise was a store they before a, Amazon existed. They had a book. They had a book that they came. A super yeah. thick book. Yeah. I remember that thing coming in the mail. Yeah, and then they had a, the brick-and-mortar store you could go to yep. and pick up your items and shop while you're there. Course. Montgomery Ward and Service Merchandise. Absolutely. Were the two, they were like business, like well, the under Sears, the same. Se- Sears and JCPenney's both had uh, uh, very good um, summer catalogs. Yeah. I mean, if you were a young boy that did not have available of uh, Playboy, <laughs> you, you took it. <laughs> That took a left. I didn't know where that was going. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna say it was a hard left either. Oh wait, I did. Oh yeah. no. You just did. And that's why so no, when you were saying the word and you were talking about the different jobs and you're like, you know, the boy was a shepherd and, and there was, you know, this tier system and you said the craftsman and I was like, and not a sears in sight. Or furrows. I don't know I'm reaching there. No, yeah. yeah. What is that? Furrows. Uh, oh furrows was furrows. was a hard hardware you store. Furrows? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I didn't know what it was. Was it a hardware store like a Menards? It, furrows, Furrows yeah. was like a Menards, yeah. okay. Lowe's, okay. Home Depot. I, I think it's uh, one of those uh, fireworks slash Halloween stores now here in town. But <laughs> like, no, we. I mean, yeah. you leave your mailbox empty for three days, they'll they'll I'm pop up a Halloween shop in your mailbox. <laughs> no, it was Ace Hardware all the way in our neighborhood. Oh yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, that Ace dude. Hardware in the in the it's strip. Right? Still there. Uh, I know it is. There. That yeah. place is it, going. Twin Air. Yeah. My gosh. And that Chase. I feel like. I feel like I feel like the people who own the Ace Hardware probably own that strip because I mean, so the people who own the strip are actually in Chicago. Oh, really? Uh huh. And they were trying. I just it happened to pop up in the news. Oh my gosh! And they were going to sell the strip. I know this this news doesn't really get too far out because we're yeah. talking about East Side yeah, in yeah, Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's very very local information here. And <laughs> very very. very <laughs> and so they were kind of worried. Yeah. They were worried if they sell that. And Kroger goes out. Of course, it becomes a food desert. Yeah. But the problem was Kroger has options to that location for like the next 35, 40 years. Yeah, I think it's oh like 2042. So, or so whoever like that, buys it, least. they're like, we want to tear it down and build something. And Kroger can be like, that's adorable. Yeah, no. Yeah. And <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Kroger and Ace are the two businesses that get to stay in that strip. Every, everybody else can can go, but really? those are the two that get to stay. That's crazy. That's crazy. Which realistically, if anything, I would venture to say that the guy will remodel because at this point in time, that's where the uh, prison center yeah. went in at. So that's going to grow even further. Yes. Um, there may even be room for Kroger's in that building. I don't know. They're, they're putting a lot of stuff into that building. I can't lie though. I'm I'm, a sh- I'm pretty sad they changed that name to the Justice Center when it was originally the Freedom Center. There was nothing better than having a prison named the Freedom Center. <laughs> I'm sorry, oxymoron. <laughs> Full of them. Uh. Yeah, tons. So, uh, so Alan, you've got a. You've, I'm sure you've got a good uh, Christmas story. Christmas for story. You guys had siblings when you were young. Um, <laughs> no, I. <laughs> the only Christmas story that really rings home. Was living there with my grandmother across the street from you guys. Yeah. And we lived in a shotgun style house. So, of course, it was straight through. The only doors were the front, the back, and the restroom door, and all the, all the bedrooms connected. And it was Christmas night, or Christmas Eve, obviously. And 
all the adults just kind of wanted me to go to bed. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. As an adult, you can kind of look back and go, mm, yeah, y'all, you're just tired of me. <laughs> so, of course, we put out milk, cookies. Now, I feel kind of bad for those kids who have lactose intolerant parents who have to put out different color and kinds of milk because we're thoughtful of Santa, but really it's your parents. So... Anyway, they told me. I to don't remember anyone that was lactose, lactose intolerant. intolerant right? yeah. when you we're guys being were thoughtful little. of Santa. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it was literally like, oh, hey, um, drinking milk is just bad for my stomach. It was not a intolerant. It was like gluten, right? Yeah. So I'm at the age I can't eat that anymore. That's just what we said. Uh, so anyway, they sent me to bed, and they're in there just watching TV and shooting the stuff, eating the cookies, drinking the milk, because I could actually hear them crunch. <laughs> um, a sheet of ice. On the roof, must have gotten warm, broken free, and slid off the house. And I oh, yes, sincerely dream. thought Santa had arrived, and maybe one of the reindeer slipped. Ooh. I was a little kid. I heard that noise. I heard <laughs> down the down the shingles, and all I know is I heard a sound on the roof. Oh my gosh! It's Christmas Eve. It's it's dark. Oh I'm supposed gosh. to be asleep. I'm not asleep. And oh, Santa's here. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? Head under the pillow and just. Hope he's so busy he doesn't notice, right? That's so funny. And that was, I mean, that's just something that, you know, it's silly as a kid, you know, and so ironic just laying there and hearing something on the roof. And every single night I'm laying in there and I never hear it on the roof, but now it's, it actually happens. Um, well, I mean, we, we sung the song when we were in elementary. We're up on the rooftop, click, click, click. 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 Yeah. Down with the chimney. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was down off the roof when one of the reindeer, right? Yeah. And so I'm at mortified. That, at least your house wasn't that tall. Right. <laughs> I wasn't too bad. Um, but it was just, it's interesting to think, you know, and I, I look at my daughter and, and she's 11 and the magic of Christmas faded way earlier for her in this age than it did for me. Like it had a little more lasting power with, with our generation. Yeah. And so you're kind of, you become kind of frustrated as a parent sometimes. Cause you, you want, you want that child to be 13 years old and, you know, believing still having the mysticism of Christmas. Absolutely. Yeah. And exactly. it's not like a foot on your throat. You need to be good all year no, kind of thing, but, but you want them to celebrate that time of year rather than going, all right, it's almost here. It's almost time for me to get the thing I wanted. And, you know, I can remember those days at my grandma's house specifically where the presents were already under the tree. And I would walk around and look at those presents. Look at those presents and just eyeball everyone, the shape, the weight, the, the placement, you know, and all this good stuff and try to figure out what it was. And, you know, I look at my kid, the presents are, the presents are under the tree. She just kind of goes, hmm, stuff I want. Yeah. yeah. And she moves on to the things that she has that she's already so happy with it. Yeah. It really doesn't matter. It's not really going to change things. You give them yeah. that good shake too. That, that, that and your parents go, wait. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Shh. I don't know. I really love that whole idea of every time your kid does something, throw an empty wrap box in the fireplace. Have you seen that? Keep keep several wrapped no, empty but boxes. I love it. And every time your kid throws a fit or, or does something, you just grab the empty box that's wrapped, toss it in the fireplace. Oh my goodness. Nice. <laughs> I love that one. That's, that's beautiful. Awesome. Right? That, that is a thing of beauty. <laughs> See, I went a different route. I went, you know, what you could do is to refocus that, just give them an opportunity to see what it's like when there are people who don't have those same advantages. Right. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like one thing that I remember um, uh, growing up and that I have a huge appreciation for still in my life, um, my grandfather, one of the things that he loved to do for us for Christmas as a family is he got everybody holiday socks. Okay. 
So he would take these holiday socks and everybody had their own design. And you know what I mean? Like parents had real long ones and kids had shorter ones, but he would take, he would stuff those things so full that when you, when you got down to the bottom, there was this like ball at the end of it and it was the other sock and you'd pull the other sock out and it's like one sock is this big and the other sock is like that big. (laughs) (laughs) But something that always stuck to me and stuck with me was say butterscotch. Yeah. Right. I always sticks to you. I hate butterscotch. Um, was, um, (laughs) that he, every sock was different and every sock was for the person that he handed it to. And it was just that attention to detail because he was doing that for that person. Like, it wasn't, like, we got boxes and stuff like that of really cool stuff that we loved. And we and we loved playing with and lasted a week and a half in my house because I had two other brothers and we would break half of the stuff we had because we just played rough with everything. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm pretty sure at one point in time I had, before we left my childhood house, three different Wolverine action figures all missing a limb of some sort or another. <laughs> it didn't go back immediately. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like a Gary bike situation. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. could just cobble together one good Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but that's something that he's that, got that, different uh, sleeves. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's, this have... is just from where he regenerated. That's huh? it. That's it. That's it. Um, but it was so cool. And, you know, I've tried to kind of replicate that in my own life a couple of times, and I was just having this conversation with my cousin that what's so crazy is to think that there's this tradition that we as individuals have in our mind, whether it be the knowledge of Santa or helping our brother really have that fantasy of of excitement and, and, and mysticism, if you will, and, and festivities and stuff like that. Um, or, you know, my, 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 or, or a bike, you, you and your brother sharing a bike or, or my, my granddad putting in socks. And I feel like what I want more than anything in my life is that in 20 years, when my 12 year old is 32, that he can think back and have those same memories. It's, it's a little things. Yeah. Because, because I feel like that's really what I love about celebrating holidays like Christmas and stuff like that with family and with friends is I know that in 20 years, this is still going to be something that I can share with my kids or my grandkids or just friends around me and stuff like that. Just that appreciation and that, that, that connection that we kind of all have. And it is interesting to kind of examine as a parent, like how are my kids going to remember these things? Like, when right, a little fear. There's when, a little fear there. Right. When 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 your daughter is 25, um, I'm gonna go jump in front of a semi or something at that point in my life. I think. But um, when when your daughter is 25, I wouldn't uh, recommend it. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> take two or three to each their own. <laughs> two or three. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I'll just do it on the highway, so it's just like... I got my three out of the way. Wrecked him, dang near killed him. That's it. Okay. But just that idea of what's she going to remember? What you know? What are my boys going to remember? How is this going to translate in their life? And is there staying power in this? And if not, what do we do as parents 
to kind of change that perspective and to kind of <laughs> into, oh i'm so, sorry or, or, or our puppies yeah. i know She's, whatever my yeah i got the, I got the fur baby <laughs> that's right that's right um yeah yeah, I just, you know. Man, thanks, Journey. Yeah, she's going to talk all the garbage that she's... Hey, hey Journey, she's like, uh, I, I find your commentary great and funny. And yeah, it's absolutely funny. Every week but, you guys tell stories and no one ever asks me. No one to ask me what my favorite Christmas... I don't but if, if you could just please go to bed. Go to true. bed over there. We've got it. You've got that nice cushy bed. Nope, go to Journey's, bed. Journey's back. <laughs> go to bed. I can honestly say I've seen her toy box. <laughs> She isn't lacking. <laughs> now, do you guys? Someone have... has been playing Santa way. <laughs> do you guys have same a... goes with Mrs. Claus. Do you guys have a favorite Christmas gift that you remember, like growing up and getting? Like, is there something that you can remember getting for Christmas? Alan's shaking his head, so I'm gonna yeah. let him divulge there. Well, it was one of the gifts I actually guessed. Um, okay, I remember picking it up and and no one really caring in my family, but. It was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle pizza thrower van. I have that. You have that? Does it still work? Was it the one that had the, the turtle discs. on the top? I don't know. It had little discs. It. No, this had, it was battery operated. Oh, okay. I, I don't them. have that. It was like it was like their van, but it had a little pizza thrower on top, and it was it was electric, and it had a little magazine of pizza discs, little discs of uh, oh. stickers on them. You loaded them; they were spring loaded. You turn it on and just. Oh my gosh. Pizza's everywhere. Now, in my household, the batteries were only good. They were a one time battery. They were, one. Right? They were one and done. <laughs> you played with I got a monster truck one other year and it was like, this is the best thing ever. I took it outside, played in the snow, batteries went dead and eight eight batteries in the thing went dead in about three days and then it sat on top of my dresser for three years until it got thrown away. Oh man. But no, the pizza throw, absolutely. The the teenage mutant ninja, ninja turtle That's pizza cool. thrower van. Sorry, go ahead. Who's next? Yeah, Who's I, got one? I, Gary. Or, yeah. Oh, man. Gary. Was it the bicycle? The the cobbled together bicycle? Was that well, your definitive? See, in the end, well, it wasn't necessarily <laughs> cobbled together. I mean, it was two. Oh. It was, we ended up with two bikes. You know, in if, the end. if you would have, like, stuck the frames next to each other, you probably could have done, like, a tandem BMX and started oh, a whole man. new see, revolution. That would <laughs> extreme <amazing>. sports. <laughs> we, we were doing... We were in the X Games long before the X Games showed up. That's the scariest wheelie I've ever seen in my life. I'm in the middle of the frame land on the end of the ramp, and you're kind of just teeter totter. Teetering. They're just driving. They're riding. Then it's just an A frame. It <laughs> <laughs> definitely make for some interesting um, scenarios. <laughs> I think one of the, I guess it was one of the most interesting Christmas presents. It wasn't even a Christmas present that I got. It was one that my dad got himself, which, okay. <laughs> which was a stereo that recorded 8-track. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. For those that don't know, 8-track was before cassettes. And for those that don't know. Which was before CDs. <laughs> which, which was before digital, digital media. media. <laughs> there was yeah. physical, physical media. And, uh, but uh, it would record 8-tracks. So we sat around singing, uh, singing to the radio. Uh, brother may have been five, maybe six, and I'd have been about four years older than him. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, the other Christmases would have been any Christmas that we did with the cousins, and uh, we were down in Tennessee one year, and uh, we're all, all the kids are in one room, and 
I ended up, everyone's like, first ones went to bed, got the bed. Everyone else got stuck with the floor. I was the last one, so I'm at the door. And I'm like, I really like to leave the door open. It's like, you can't have the door open. I said, then you can't open the door because here's where my head is. I think the, they opened the door at least once into my head. So <laughs> Christmas is to remember. No, but those were good Christmases. I'm, um, just having everyone around was, was the coolest. Uh, we had a pretty decent-sized family. I didn't have a lot of siblings. I had one brother. But we had cousins that were all within a year or two of each other. So there was a group that, you know, basically could have been a football field, a football team in in that sense. So when you're, when you're that close in age, it works out great because, you know, it's not like first cousin is 10 and then four or five years later, next one, and then everyone's babies. No, this was – um, pretty well mixed as yeah. far as age. Well, see, right now I'm at 51. I have a cousin <laughs> that's at 52. You wanted to say I that very quickly. A, have a cousin that's at 50, one at 49, and then it drops down to my brother at uh, 47. He'll turn 48 uh, here shortly. Um, actually, in about uh, 38 days, I believe. I have to go through and do the math again. I think it's actually more than that. Um, well, at least the door to the head didn't didn't take math away. No, no. <laughs> Dates, yes, but math. No. He, he told us, I got plenty of Christmas stories in there. They're just... Uh, well, you know, for me, it was... Just being around the family was enjoyable. So Absolutely. it wasn't ever an issue that this was the greatest gift. You know, this was the greatest thing I ever got. Um, it was never about that. It was just just being with family. Yeah. It was just having that. I always know, loved just, everybody being together, yeah. yeah. It's one of, one of my favorite gifts, too. But uh, but when it comes to something that I got, I, it, I, don't think it, I don't think I actually got it for Christmas. But it was my favorite gift as a kid, certainly growing up. What what you and Mom had, had got for me was uh, the, the glass case stereo uh, slash cassette slash record player all in one, and my dad went through and he mounted the this, these set, the separate speakers. He he mounted them up on the wall, so that way when I was cranking up the stereo, obviously when they weren't home, because if it, if they were home, the headphones had to be on. Um, but <laughs> when I saw that uh, amazing contraption sitting in my room, I was just like, "Oh my, this is gonna be amazing! I get to listen to all the music I want." And actually, uh, Alan and I. Uh, re- use the record function quite a bit. We wore yeah. out some cassette tapes. We had and some good shows back then. Yeah, we didn't have we, headphones. We were doing we were doing podcasting before the podcasting was a thing. Wow. Uh, it we, was. Had, we had a, a we were cavemen on we were, one. We were cavemen called yeah. Eh and Puh. I don't remember eh, which one was eh, who. I don't remember either. But I remember <laughs> late nights sitting up there at two in the morning when we were supposed to be asleep, with just <laughs> a little bit of light, recording our shows about what was going on. Yeah, and and Santa Claus going go to bed. <laughs> Go to bed. That's great. I was like, like your dad should get that cough checked out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's awesome. What about you, Don? What's what's your uh, favorite Christmas gift ever? Uh, Probably the first musical instrument that I ever had. Um, My, so funny. My dad got into a car accident. He had this old Ford Escort 
Yeah. <laughs> I remember that escort. That little gray one. Did not escort him from the well, accident. When they assessed it, it assessed for, I think it was like five or six grand. And then he was able to buy it back and he still had like three grand left. Oh. And so. It's like a salvage title. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And so, um, and it didn't have much wrong with it. So he was able to actually like put the repairs in it and still have a nice nest egg to blow for Christmas. And so I, he actually got me, he and my mom got me, um, a keyboard, probably about the size of this desktop. Um, but it was the first musical instrument that I had. And I've been a singer since I was like five or six. And so it was just cool to be able to like have a musical instrument in my house that was mine that I can use and stuff like that. And had a really good time with it. I sadly, I never really took advantage of having a keyboard to learn how to play piano or anything like that. But it, you know, but it was just, (laughs) so we're having technical difficulties here. Journey is, has brought, she is is wrecking the studio. (laughs) She's brought down one of our lights. And, um, (laughs) also, uh, well, she knocked it over certainly. And, uh, our producer's trying to get it set back up and hopefully it turns back on. Uh, she's also brought down a, a an ornament, a Christmas ornament. Yeah, we're yeah. Say, hey, Yay. hey, there's a the light. There's <laughs> a Sterling for the win. The return of our, our jaw lines uh, on that side for sure. <laughs> uh, if you wouldn't mind grabbing that Christmas sort of, she, she she brought a Christmas ornament down in the studio as well. She was like, "While well, um, we're talking about favorite gifts, yeah. I have one for you. It's a Christmas ornament. <laughs> Found it yeah. on a green thing upstairs." <laughs> So fought I, it away. I, I think I think Journey brought us there, but yeah, uh, musical instruments. That's a uh, big big with me as well. Yeah, uh, I noticed I, when I came down to your studio, like all these guitars and keyboards and drum sets and stuff like that. Yeah, we're gonna get enough for for a full band down ooh, here. So yeah, mm, you're welcome anytime. Might have to, to jam. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, some of my favorite gifts, gifts ever was some of those as well. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we'll move on to the the political portion. This oh. week we're gonna oh, it's gonna, getting nitty. It's, it's gonna go it's down. Gonna we're gonna get heated on this one. I'm for right. sure. We're gonna go with the faith, family, and politics definitive top five best best Christmas movies of all time. Uh, don't even question it. Don't, <laughs> don't even question don't even the question. top five. Yeah, just top, this just is, understand it is what it is. This is definitive. Sterling's gonna define that for you. <laughs> all right. We need, um, we need a mic for Sterling. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to work that out. Uh, I think I think maybe Don can help me uh, figure all that oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, all right, uh, hey Dad, uh, you want to give your top five first? Oh yeah, I'll keep and it simple. A Christmas Story, Santa Claus. So a Christmas two. Story is number five. Let's do five. No, 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 no. Top oh, number one. Let's when, do I, five. when I start, we start off, at the top. Um, one, one, okay. I was thinking, let's one go down. ahead. Let's go ahead and just do five. Well, number five would be Jingle All the Way. Ooh, Arnold Schwarzenegger gonna, and Dan. Uh, no, no, no. no. Uh, Who's in that? Sinbad. 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 It is Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it's a comedian of some kind, but yes. I could not remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you snuck one in on me. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, see, that's Turbo Man. Turbo yeah, tur- Man. Reindeer Games. It's, still it's, it's one Turbo of Time. It's Turbo Time. It's Turbo oh Time. Every year I go to the store, I can't find a Turbo Man. Yeah. <laughs> and, Walmart uh, actually had them this year. Oh, did they? Then <laughs> Santa Claus 3. Okay. Can't even, with three. Jack Frost. With Jack Frost. Then Santa Claus 2. Okay. Then Santa Claus. And then A Christmas Story. With Ralphie 
and one of the gifts that wasn't allowed for Josh to own a Red Ryder <laughs> Red BB, Rider BB gun. gun? Yeah. I, I, he yeah. received a BB gun for Christmas one year, and his mother said, not in this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was uh, 11 or 12, and my uncle had gotten me an eagle. Yeah. Uh, I have the BB gun now, obviously. You know, I, got, I didn't get it till I was 30. <laughs> It, it's just because it sat at my <laughs> it sat at my aunt and uncle's house for many years, and I just never collected it. I, obviously, I've owned many <laughs> BB guns since then, but uh, finally, I was able to acquire that one. That's awesome. Um, that, was, that was another good Christmas. That's so gift. funny. As soon as he got his own money, he bought fifty BB guns. That's right. <laughs> He's like, not taking this overcompensated. Away from me. High power bolt action. No, <laughs> that's right. Take it out of my cold dead hands, mom. He uses a compressor. He uses an air compressor now. I'm not pumping anything. So it sounds like your list is to infinity and beyond because you're a, oh, you're a big right. Tim Allen fan. Three there. out of five Tim yes. Allen movies. All three yeah, yeah, yeah. Christmas, yeah, Santa Claus movies there. Uh, now, there are others that could have made the list, but those I, I really enjoy just the whole uh, with the three in the center. You just have that magic around and the mystique around Santa Claus that just um, you just want a child to be innocent <clears throat> as long as humanly possible and jingle all the way. Man, it just... A dad's just got to come to the realization, man, family, family, family. And then with Ralphie, it's the Holy Grail. I, I had expected Christmas of the Cranks out of you, but I, I was surprised that, that, that was would, not on that your would list. Be, Didn't that make the would cut, be though. one of your moms. Didn't make the cut for you, though, huh? No, no, no. Okay. All right. Uh, Don, you want to? Sure, 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 sure. Five to one, right? Yes, sir. All right, so my number five is The Ref. The Ref. The Ref. Uh, it is not a family-friendly Christmas movie at all. It is uh, Dennis Leary, Kevin Spacey, uh, and it is hysterical. Uh, but it is it is Dennis Leary humor. So yeah, if yeah, you know Dennis Leary, it is, it is Dennis Leary humor. Um, then The Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. Okay. Good pick, good pick. Yep. Scrooged. Oh, yeah. Uh, Often forgotten. Yes. yes. Charlie Brown Christmas mm-hmm. and How the Grinch Stole Christmas is my number one. Uh, uh, when now, you say How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you got to define, define the original 1966 animated Dr. Seuss movie. All right. All right. That okay. runs, I think, 22 minutes long. Yeah. I just watched it a week ago. <laughs> yeah, my wife had That's a plane when I came home the other day. That's my number one. That's number my, one. That is my Grinch. favorite Christmas movie. Okay. Alan? All right. Here? So, number five. The original Journey's voice has changed pitch. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> she found a she found a squeaker ball. Yeah. It reminds me, I cannot remember what movie it was, and they got a squeaker stuck in their throat. And like every time they go, ha, ha, Oh yeah. I'm like, oh no, checker. Uh the original Rankin Bass, Frosty the Snowman. Okay. You know, um, there's nothing that reminds me of Christmas more than my mother. And she still does it to this day, by the way. Uh, she called me last week and said, CBS right now. They're on. And I already know what that meant. And then she called me the next week and said, you know, CBS, go do it right now. You know, because she's watched these every single year. And, That's awesome. and every year it was always, we sat down and watched the claymation. Thank you for those, by the way. Really appreciate those, Gary. Yeah, thank you, Santa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
as much as you see bad children in the world, you should probably look into those reindeer that picked on Rudolph. Um, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to come back with a vengeance, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that Frosty was fantastic. Um, and that was one that really stuck out to me. I didn't really like the claymations all that much. Uh, second on my list is Home Alone. It's just as much so as number it's, four. Yeah, it's yeah. sorry. It's yeah, yeah. four. Four. Yeah. Um, big I love how I love how you gave Gary crap for the way he was. <laughs> and then you're like second on my list. And we're like, what does that mean? Number two or does that mean number four? Number four. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> big swirling animated four into the screen here. Uh, Home Alone. Uh, you know, I know it's a Christmas time movie. It's not technically a Christmas movie. Um, and woefully outdated, but hilarious. You know, today, what I saw something the other day, if it happened today, he would just pull out his phone and text his mom. <laughs> his mom would right back. Um, three, because I can't get that wrong in either direction. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, guys. <laughs> You're welcome. Would be the original How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, Dr. Seuss is timeless, no matter how many times you want to take his books off the shelves. And um, th- my top two... Number two, proving that Ralphie didn't shoot his eye out would be Elf, because Elfie, because uh, Ralph is actually one of the elves. That the actor is actually one of the elves. Oh, now. nice. Yeah. Okay. So we know he made it this far without shooting his yeah, eye it's, uh, out. Kings, or no, not Kingsley. It's, what is what is his name? What's the actor's name? Billingsley. Billingsley. Okay. Billingsley. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, it. By the way, if you haven't seen the movies that made us. They actually have an elf special on there. Oh, do they really? Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. That's funny. It's amazing. They go through everything that takes to, take, to make those movies. Uh, but Elf, fantastic movie. I mean, it's hilarious. It actually became one of the new age movies that I think is actually timeless. And the top one, of course, being The Nightmare Before Christmas. Because oh, dude. I double dip that movie Amen. every year. It's Halloween. Yes, It's sir. Christmas. It's... Um, I thought about that movie app like when you started reading off yours. I was like, I didn't remember the Nightmare Before Christmas, and that is definitely like up there on the charts for me. But yeah, that's my number one. Yeah. I, nice. I think it's just um, it mold, it melds those two holidays. Yeah, it gaps two different um, vicious East Coast West Coast groups between Halloween and Christmas, <laughs> and uh, we come in the middle. We, we end up in Iowa somewhere shaking right. hands on this that's movie. Right. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, like, what are you talking about this pock like, biggie business? Uh, right. It's it's right? Like Santa Nell, and Jack, man. Nelly coming out of St. Louis, changing the game for everybody. <laughs> so, Josh, our, right. our wonderful host, it's your time. Okay, so my list. Um, we kick things off. Number five, Elf, is on my list. I, I concur this one. Um, for for many reasons, but uh, I think what what took it home for me was when he he takes Zoe Deschanel's character to the coffee shop, and she's blindfolded. She she sips the cup of coffee, says, "This tastes like a crappy cup of coffee," and he's like, "Yeah, hey, you got it. <laughs> it's actually the greatest cup of coffee." If you see the sign outside, so yeah, that one took it home for me. Um, number four on my list, uh, Christmas Vacation. Okay. Uh, watch it every year. We quote it quite a bit with the family. Um, it's number one for my wife. Uh, she watches it many times. Uh, but yeah, I, I, there was, I just I can't can't uh, stress enough how many lines are in that movie. I think it says, "Well, why is the carpet all wet, Todd?" I don't know. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you yeah. know? And I I'd say this any anytime ever any excuse me. English. Anytime someone brings up that movie, the scene where he's in the attic by himself 
Yes. And someone pulls down the stairs and he falls. That actually happened on set. Oh. And he broke his back. Oh. Yeah, he actually got injured in that. I don't I don't remember the circumstances as to like exactly what happened. But yeah, that scene where he's sitting on those stairs and then somebody and then his I think it's his wife pulls down the stairs and then uh, the, the mother. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. The mother. Yeah, one yeah, one yeah. of the mothers. I can't remember which mother, it's one yeah. of the mothers, yeah. Yeah. He he actually fell down those stairs and hurt himself. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness. Wow. So, Fix the null post. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll see it later, Clark. Uh, her eyes are frozen shut. <laughs> see, it's just it's a lot of lines there. Uh, number three, I, now this is the the movies are so similar that this number three on the list that I had to put two of them together, and I, I think everybody at this table can concur. Home Alone one and two, like okay. same premise, pretty much same cast, lazy parenting. Yeah, yeah. get it, uh, Kevin, and <laughs> uh, but. If I had to, if, you know, needle to my arm, okay. um, had to pick one, then <laughs> uh, I would have to go Home Alone 2 out of the two, um, be, just because of the brick scene. If for nothing else. Yeah. Because when he... <laughs> the when, brick scene is beautiful. <laughs> he said, he doesn't have any more. It's okay. And he's like, Harry, no. So yeah, uh, Home Alone 2 for me, uh, number three. Um, number two, and this is going to be heavily debated. What, what I was just going to say, uh, that's another one that's on the movies that made us. Oh, really? And they actually, because of Joe Pesci having a really bad potty mouth. Yeah. A lot of the things you hear him say was a language that he made on set to make sure he didn't cuss. Really? A oh. lot of those noises they made that he made was, yeah. was his own language to prevent him from cussing on nice. set. Well, also in the first film, um, and home alone one, because they did the same thing with it. Um, that you'll notice in the house, everything is red or green. That's that was uh, uh, Hughes' vision for the movie is that everything would be red or green. So it'd be Christmas colors everywhere you look. Makes sense. So it would always be associated with Christmas, even if. Oh, nice. Oh, that's okay, Journey. It's okay to to have a house that's filled with Christmas, red and green. All right, what are we debating? Um, <laughs> what you got? Okay, so number two, this is going to be heavily debated. I'm certain. I'm certain. Die Hard. Okay. Okay. okay so follow me here. It is not the Christmas season until Hans Gruber has been dropped from the roof. Sure. That's, that's like the, I've had this discussion pre- before with people. Yeah. That was like, yeah. that's like the pre new year's Eve ball drop, right? Is that what yeah, that kind is? Kind of. Yeah. Hans yeah. Gruber falling. Yeah. 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 Count it down. It's at a Christmas party. It yeah. makes sense. I mean, it, it's, I get it, it. yeah, it's, uh, people say it's not a Christmas movie, but I'm like, it happens at Christmas. He's at a Christmas party. He's at a Christmas party. Yeah, that is true. He just happens to stop some terrorists while he's doing it. Right. I mean, it's Bruce Willis. Nama, uh, oh, shoot. Uh, Say Nama Nama Nama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember how to pronounce the... The name of the building? Nak- Nakatomi. Yeah. yeah. Nakatomi yeah. Tower. Yeah, Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. Plaza. Yeah. But my, my favorite scene in the movie, uh, even though With I'm Carol. heavily... <laughs> <laughs> heavily claustrophobic. Welcome to the party. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> but I'm heavily claustrophobic. It's severe. But... Uh, when he's in the vent and oh, he yeah. light, oh. lights the the lighter and <laughs> come to California, they said oh, it'll yeah. be fun. They said oh, have yeah. a holiday, <laughs> have some laughs. I love it. Um, and then number one, I, I, and I, I don't want to hear any flacker argument on this one. And mm. my dad will concur a Christmas story because mm. Ralphie rules Christmas. There's nothing better. It hurts my soul. <laughs> There's nothing better than than Ralphie. 
uh, at Christmas time. Uh, I'm all about, it. especially when they do TBS does the 24 hours of Ralphie. Yeah, uh, and it would catch the moment, the, mo- the different moments of the movie at different times of the day. Sure, yeah, I'll, every uh, time I laugh at all the jokes. I la- <laughs> everything. It, uh, that movie was definitive for me yeah. growing up. That movie hurts my soul. Why is that? It actually it by itself made me hate TBS. <laughs> but really standalone TBS it's, it, it's interesting coming from you to being uh, such a heavy second amendment advocate that you would want uh, a little kid to not I get know. his I know yeah. I know I absolutely right to bear arms I mean that's fine I was fine with that part it was <laughs> I mean I was cheering for him like shoot an eye out but not yours like I'm right. cool with that that redheaded jerk down there with the freckles eh. yeah, Scott, uh, he's Scott got Farkas. Scott Farkas affair yeah, as it became to Tag me it out. You know, I, and I really can't tell you why I don't like that movie. I mean, I know it's supposed to be a debate, but I really can't tell you what it is. I get this just grindy feeling, a grindy feeling in the back of my brain when I watch it, and it's I don't okay, know why. So let's 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 agree to disagree that the main reason that you dislike it is the simple fact that there's 24 hours of it on one channel. I mean, come on. I'll blame ha- okay, I mean, we, you. Know we what? have to. There's two channels yeah. that you can watch Don Lemon. <laughs> There's two channels that you can watch Como on. So Cuomo, no, Cuomo. gone. And he's gone. Right, now, you have, coming to now you have to so, go to his house so, for a show. Yes. So I'm Rerun. just stating there are there are channels out Bell. there that um, all the reruns. There is more than enough of some people, to say the least. So. Uh, I'll bring out a little bit of politics into that there, just a little bit. <laughs> I will bridge, so. I will meet you in the middle and say it's TBS's fault. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah. That's fair. Okay. I mean, okay. The, when the kid sticks his tongue to the pole, come on. That, come that's on. not a classic scene for you? I mean, no, that's, real, that's real life, just yeah. so you know. I mean. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I don't, have you ever done that? Those, there's a story that goes along with that for me. So we were hanging out with my, uh, with my mom's uh, friend's kids. So they're, they're like family to us as well because we, we grew up together. Sure. Uh, his name's Bradley. And hopefully he's watching because um, I want him to see this. Uh, so we're all hanging out outside, and we had just finished watching A Christmas Story. Watching and it? Watching it. Oh, just make sure. Yeah. <laughs> I would wash it. <laughs> wash it. He wash it every day. <laughs> so, um, yeah, for at least With 24 hours. Ice boy soap. <laughs> Sorry, it was soap poisoning. So... <laughs> We're we're out back and we're because kids actually hung out outside back then, and it's an amazing thing. <laughs> and uh, while we're out in the backyard, uh, bear in mind we just watched a Christmas story. We watched the kid stick his tongue to the pole. Knowing this, we we dared anyone, triple dog daring anyone to stick their tongue to this uh, old metal grill that was hanging out behind this little project building that we were at. And uh, Bradley, he was yeah. like, "How much does this pay?" And I said, I've got five cents. I pulled the nickel out of my, I had one nickel in my pocket worth every penny of that nickel. I'm telling you, my friends, this guy stuck his tongue full commitment. Just uh, flattened it out, flattened it out, nose to the grill. And (laughs) mama, mama, (laughs) Bradley stuck his tongue to the grill and it ain't coming off. It's froze. My gosh. That is excellent. See, that nickel. makes me happy that it happened. For a nickel. For oh, but a it was shiny. <laughs> it was shiny. <laughs> Poured a hot cup of coffee on that slowly yeah. to get it off. Yep. But yeah, he was yeah sore for, for many days, I'm yeah, certain. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> wow. So uh, n- n- coming in at number five, uh, I think I think Home Alone was kind of a consensus here. 
Can we? I, did, I, I, I don't Home have Alone in there. Yeah, I don't have Home Alone on on my list, but I think that it's. So I, I have a special place in my heart for Home Alone because Home Alone was the first movie that I went to see without my parents. They bought me two movie tickets for whatever movie I wanted to go and see at the General Cinema at Eastgate Mall. And uh, I, the, I, my cousin and I went and saw that movie right after Christmas. So, I mean, I, I, it's an honorable mention on my list for sure. So it's worthy of number five on the I list. Think, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, yeah, yeah for sure. Okay. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't, the oh, only problem that I, journey, journey I understand you've got a problem with it. You weren't in the movie. <laughs> speak up, Gary, speak up. <laughs> but it comes down to the simple fact that it is so outlandish and so outrageous that you just, you can't help but love it. Yeah. It, I mean, Journey's just complaining that they had that big house with a kid there and no dog to protect all of it. Exactly. <laughs> well, just See, a simple fact. That's a short movie. Outlandish. That is a short movie. If you got yeah. a dog, <laughs> just throw a seventy-five pound German Shepherd that's in there. It. That's it. That the movie is over in just it's a couple over. minutes. It, yeah, it becomes a it becomes a TV show. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's, <laughs> instead of hello, <laughs> yeah. it's just ah. <laughs> Once again, I'll state it was a movie with a BB gun. So, I mean, yeah. just paying homage to another one. Oh, that belongs true. on the list. That's true. So, how much? Merry de- Christmas! You how much debate with? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, a number four. Uh, uh, where, where where were we at with that? Who who's got a suggestion on number four? Because I, I think, I mean, I want to throw Die Hard in there on number four. Like, I want to Die Hard on the list, I, but I, I want to see what anybody else thinks here. Well, what is what does Sterling have for us? Sterling, did you make any lists for us, or did you write down what we said? What do, yeah. what do we have in common? Yeah, two Christmas stories, two adults, two home alone-ish, and then there's one full Christmas song. Okay. Mm. So, so it sounds like sounds like we might have to. So have do we have four? Did he just name off four? I'm sorry. I, I didn't catch all. Yeah. So yeah. we have four that we agree on. Yeah. That are on the list. That are on the list. Yeah. Which means, obviously, that's two, three, four, and five. And the first one, of course, is Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, that, we I know mean, this. I'm, I'm <laughs> on board. I'm on board with that. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph, is, Ralph is going to be number one. Uh, no. uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, number four, uh, Grinch Stole Christmas. Can we say number four is our definitive? Yeah, I think that's Grinch's, good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's a, it's a mean number four, Yeah, you might say. Yeah. It's a mean one. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Grinch. <laughs> really are a heel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should have put him in number three because his heart grew three sizes. Oh, his sizes. heart did go three sizes. So who would we? we we have to we have to bump that. Okay, mm-hmm. so in number four, uh, what, what was our what was our what was our answers again? There, Sterling. Elf, Elf is on there twice. Home Alone is on there twice. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas or no. uh, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and then Christmas Story. Right? Yeah, those were the four that he said. I like how the mm-hmm. double mention there brought it up, brought yeah. it in your yeah, mind that's as it said twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Double the mention, double the fun. That's it. Uh, Elf. Elf is going on the list here, I think. I mean, yeah. I think I, Elf I, is probably. I don't even know where to go on this conversation. I know what number one is. I've already been told what number one is just now, so I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I've already griped about it, and yeah. I know it's number one. It's sandpaper toilet paper. It's, it's sandpaper toilet paper right now. I'm just, <laughs> hey, you're going to get clean, and it's going to hurt in the process. Yeah. I know. I know. 
It's going to be a beautiful <laughs> thing. Beautiful All right. thing. I don't know where. If you put Elf at three, I don't know what you're going to put it to. That's the problem. What if, what if you did Elf at two, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas at three, Home Alone at four. Home Alone at four. Because we have double agreements on this. Number five is going to be a single yeah, a single drop in. I think we can debate on number five, if if we're if the table's willing to concede number one to the Christmas story. <laughs> he's, he's a host. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, I win. I that's think that it. I think that's so, how it goes. So, he's going to edit it anyway. If we so, so he's going to edit it out. That's it. All these conservatives, like, that's all they ever do. They take be, the truth and they hide it and they edit it out. There's going to be a bunch of jump cuts. <laughs> a little bit of misinformation here. Where we're like, you know, I actually think Alien happened what is, near that. What's, he's like, it. what's AOC's favorite Christmas movie, huh? <laughs> Is, is there is there anymore? one with a horse in it? I don't is know. There... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I immediately thought of Animal House, which is definitely not a Christmas movie, but it definitely has a horse in it. Oh, well, that's what man. I was thinking. Maybe she made it this far because of all the Hallmark movies with horses in them. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Got okay. sentimental value. Okay, so we got yeah. So At number one, five. Number five. That's, that's so we need a five. 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 Number five. The top of my list is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's already on the list. What's your number? Your number one is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Right. So we agreed on we agreed on Grinch. We agreed on Christmas Story. We agreed on Home Alone. Yep. And we agreed on. Elf. 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 Yes. Yeah. So those are the those, those are, are one, those two, three, four. Yeah. Okay. So my vote for number five, and and this is I'm not outweighing anything on, on sure. this one. Number five, I want to put in Die Hard on that list. Okay. So Die Hard is a contender. I think I think Nightmare Before Christmas and Die Hard are two that we can kind of debate over because those are the two that are at the top of your two lists. Because yours is Christmas Story, yeah, and that's already on the list. And mine is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which is already on the list. Number three, yeah. So I would think if we're going to debate anything, the debate is The Nightmare Before Christmas. Who gets that number five slot? And, and, and Die Hard is what I think. Okay. Musical? Uh, opening arguments, Alan. Um, okay, well, where do I start, guys? <laughs> and the fact that it brings us claymation, sort of. brings yeah. us stop action. It's fantastic. It's a musical which already qualifies it. You know, why are we even talking past that? It actually has <laughs> Santa Claus in it. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a heartwarming tale of taking misunderstood, a whole group of misunderstood people and bringing them to the wonderful light of Christmas. And that is as sentimental as I'll, as I'll ever sound on this show. <laughs> but I'll do anything to win. That's it. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer done that. Yeah. I will, the I, Isle of Misfit Toys. That's true. I miss I, those kids. I will say this. Uh, it's the only musical that I know of that you like. That's true. Because you are not a musical guy. No, I'm not. So, And I will oh, sing every song in there. <laughs> so, Horribly so. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so West Side Story is not one of your guilty pleasures? Oh, It is not. Oh. It is not. <laughs> they, they just it recently remade it. Shucks, I, I know right? that it's really shucks, on your... Just miss it on the list. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see here. But my my first thing to fire back is that uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, we're going to downplay it a little bit. It's also Halloween, so it's fair. Yeah, it's it's, it's true. Yeah. So you're saying it's um, that it's 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 getting too much credit. It's, that no. it's too much of a holiday it's movie. It's Too much of a holiday. Maybe it's uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
It's it's the Jack Frost. Lame? No, <laughs> of Christmas movies. Okay, it's it's, it's the a, Spider-Man trying... three of Christmas movies. Ooh. Ooh. Let's Ooh. not do that. Oh, no. oh, don't do that. Nope, I don't like that. <laughs> anyway, so okay, so it gets to, it gets to bridge two holidays because it's that great. Right. Uh, what was what else were you saying? So, Die Hard. I mean, Let's hear it. Yeah. So, set at Christmas time, obviously. He's killing terrorists. That's way cool. Uh, one by one, Hans Gruber off the roof to start off a Christmas season the right way. Uh, you've got all the, the decor is everywhere, the Christmas trees, the wreaths. Uh, there's plenty of mention of Christmas during the movie. And once again, guns. Yeah. I mean, come on. Guns, guns, and more guns. Guns, guns, I and mean, guns. He wrote on the one of the terrorist shirts, ho, ho, ho. Now I have a machine gun. <laughs> and yet they never looked behind the Cyclops eyeball once. That's right. <laughs> Not once. Not once. Not once. Well, here's my question. Well, no, I'll let you finish. I'll, I'll let you finish, Josh. I didn't want to. Uh, no, I, th- I think that that's okay. you, where I'm at for now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, who do you feel like is a better villain, Hans Gruber, or uh, is Oogie Boogie? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you think you, is Seeing able? as you couldn't even remember his name. No, I had... I, no, that's not why I hesitated. I am too much of a gamer, and I was thinking of a character from a board game first and knew that it was wrong. <laughs> yeah, so I, I got to go Hans Gruber. He put together the entire thing. So, I mean, he even laughs at them when they're, when they're suggesting that he's a terrorist. He's like, come on, we're, we're here to do business, you know? Uh, he's a mastermind. And even when he meets up with Bruce Willis at the end of the movie, he pretends that he's the good guy. Oogie Boogie didn't do that. No, he didn't have the uh, chops, the acting chops, to act like the good guy around Santa. No, well, he's claymation too, so. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's, got, he's got that working against him. I think Hans Gruber, hands down, mastermind, puts together everything, and, well, we get to say goodbye at the end of the movie. Sure. And a good send-off all the way down. However, I will say, arguing for The Nightmare Before Christmas. Don't you take my argument away from me. Oogie Boogie's henchmen were way smarter than Hans Gruber's henchmen. You got that. And they were way more effective at their job. (laughs) And that was even after they grabbed the Easter Bunny. I was just about to say that, too. (laughs) Not without their hitches yet. They were not without their hitches. That That is true, but... Nobody got thrown down an elevator shaft. <laughs> but I, I, maybe I'm the only one at this table that uh, is fighting for Die Hard. Uh-oh, he's winking at Santa. <laughs> hey, listen, Die Hard I have enjoyed. I've never seen Nightmare Before Christmas. All right. Oh. The scariest thing about Hans Gruber was his Eastern European accent. So what right. I'm hearing Even is that... he's an English actor. <laughs> so what, what I'm hearing is that Nightmare Before Christmas is so terrible that you can't oh, even watch it wow. to begin with. I think it's, it's I, the bridge I of have, Halloween. It I really makes never, him shaky at night. <laughs> it has never crossed my mind to want to see it. It's fair. And it's just, to me, it is what it is. It's like, um, it's like the Guardians. <laughs> you got to go through and we take so much of this and so much of this and then we're going to intertwine it. It's like, it's a melting pot of false wonder. It's a whole story that actually doesn't mold Halloween and Christmas together, but 
<laughs> Somehow it works for it. you. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's you know it's just uh, I'm not going to argue it or overly debate it. To me, but well, I mean, you, you you see, if I have no, the wife, if you have no dog in the fight, and I'm the only the one, wife and is, I'm the out wife two is, to one. If the wife is I've, there, she's down. What better way to end Christmas than seeing your wife kick the crap out of some reporter? I mean, got down there. There's the reporter. Pop. Oh, okay. I was Lays, like, are we talking about UFC now? Lays him out. <laughs> I was trying to work through that. He's talking about Lays him out. And then, <laughs> He's rope-a-doping. And then, then to see Carl right there at the end. Buddy, Lay out the last, last yeah, bad guy. Carl, Carl's his character. Carl's that he plays his character name in another TV show. <laughs> Everyone matters. knows him better by being Carl, but uh, where he played a police the, officer. The police officer in, in Die Hard is also Carl in Family Matters. Right. Family Matters. Did, we, did you see a whole lot of blood and gore, though? Was there a lot of guts spilling out? No, no. See, that yeah, was the Oogie Boogie getting undone oh. at the seams. <laughs> Literally snakes and snails inside him. I but mean, does no. he get dropped from a rooftop? <laughs> No, he gets ripped in half by a saw blade. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, in the end, will, he's still kind to, of a claymation. I want to split this guy. So it's just kind of. He was beside himself then. So, <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I, Dad. I mean, un, unless you've got a better argument uh, on hey. <laughs> on Die Hard to help me out here, I think I think I'm outvoted. So uh, coming in at number five. We do have Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Uh, I'm outvoted, and I'm all about democracy and its uh, integrity. Uh, you know, we don't want to have any 3 a.m. <clears throat> mishaps here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch this tomorrow to make sure you don't jump cut and it says. Oh, no, <laughs> absolutely five, not. Absolutely we have not. Nightmare. Uh, die Hard. <laughs> die Hard is number five. <laughs> no, no it'll, it'll, be you, it'll be him saying Die Hard. You won't hear you. There'll be a lag in the volume. It's like, <laughs> man, it's kind of odd. The tone of his voice seems slightly different. Giant jump cuts in our hands and everything. Right. So uh, number four, we had Home Alone. Right. Yeah, I think we kind of splashed in all four we agreed on. <laughs> yes, uh, and we we gave. Yeah, number the four. Christmas story number one. <laughs> number, uh, I win. Uh, that's the name of the show. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, I'm I'm at least willing to give a half a vote to Christmas Story because I really like that movie. So, so once again, I win. Yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, number four, Home Alone. <coughs> number three, uh, Grinch Who Stole Christmas original. Yes, the original. Uh, original. Uh, number two. What was what Elf? We, Elf. We had number two. And at number one. And at number one, <laughs> bringing us home is Ralphie himself and a Christmas story. Which uh, is set in Indiana, but not yeah. actually filmed in Indiana. It was uh, Ohio, I believe, right? Ohio. Yeah. Yep. 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 And you can go see the house and everything, I yep. think. Yeah, stay there. And if you've got the money, you can stay the night. I'm not mistaken, yeah. still. And, um, the actor or the character's name, I believe, is Lieutenant Al Powell or Sergeant Al Powell, something like that. That's the cop in Die Hard. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Nice yeah. check there. Yeah. <coughs> we had fact checker on staff. Yeah, you know. yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, we can give it an honorable mention though. I feel like Die Hard is an honorable so mention. It's, it's, it's definitely sliding in right there at number it's, six. It's at number six. Number six. I think my I think pride. My pride isn't so fragile that I. <laughs> it's Italian. <laughs> it does come up before the fall. Uh, 
All right. Oh, I think we, we've got our definitive list. Yes. So I think we can bring so it we, home we with can, prayer. Yeah. Um, Dad, I, I think since since Don uh, got to miss last week, would you mind leading us in, in closing oh, prayer no, today? I'm, I'm totally fine with that. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Father God, we just uh, we thank you so much for this opportunity to be able to sit around and and have some fun and just uh, uh, have some good conversation, build some good community, Lord God. And uh, Father God, above all things, we just thank you so much for your Son Jesus, who you sent, Father God, through your Holy Spirit uh, to this earth, Lord God, that we would have a Savior that would just lay His life down, Father God, to rekindle that relationship that we have with you now. That, that eternity, Lord God. We just thank you so much for uh, all of your protection, Lord God, for uh, your continued hand over our lives, Lord. We ask that you would watch over us during this holiday season. Allow us an opportunity to share that love with other people. Uh, and Father God, that we could be uh, the harvesters in the field bringing in uh, into the storehouses. Father God, we thank you so much for all these opportunities. And in your, name, in your son's name, Lord God, we pray all these things. Amen. 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 Okay, so once again, I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. To my right, Gary Moore. To my left, Alan McFarlane. And a fourth chair, Don Martyr. Hey. Merry Christmas, guys. This has Merry been Christmas. Faith Family Christmas. Merry Christmas. Dear Santa, bring me some presents. Been a real good kid this year. Dear Santa, bring me some presents. I hope this list you can hear. Hope this list you can hear.